I am Plant on the Line in Vancouver, British Columbia at thecommentary.ca. Leslie Hertig joins me again. The 34th annual Vancouver Writers' Fest starts today, the 18th of October, and runs until Sunday, the 24th of October, 2021. As Artistic Director Leslie joins me again, as she does each year, to talk about the festival, what to expect, who and where. It's a hybrid festival this year with events in person and online. Uh, Visit writersfest.bc.ca for tickets and information. The festival will feature over 115 authors in over 70 events. I'll ask Leslie about what she's looking forward to and more. We uh, tape this interview in late September. Please uh, welcome back to the Plant Online program, Leslie Hurtig. Ms. Hurtig, good morning. Hello, how are you? Pretty good yourself. I'm well, thank you. It's a, a busy time, so I always appreciate um, you taking the time to, to chat, um, as, as you have the last uh, uh, a couple of years. It's, it's, it's a different year, certainly since last year. Um, could you have imagined um, where we'd be a, a year ago? Well, I think like you and like most people, we imagined different things for this fall. Back in the springtime when we were beginning to curate the festival, we really did think things would be um, much more open and, quote, back to normal mm. than they actually are. So, no, I, I didn't imagine this is where we'd be, but we've managed to put together a really interesting festival that I think offers something for everyone in this time. Yeah, so so you've got a combination of in-person events as well as um, digital events like last year and uh, hybrid events. Well, what does it look like, uh, we're talking um, j- just at the end of September here, um, in terms of um, the in-person events? Uh, I would assume that, that um, people who um, you know, are, are early birds who like to, to get things uh, reserved quickly, um, has, has that, uh, have, have spaces for, for in-person events, have those filled up, say? Yeah, for some of our flagship in-person events, events, like the Literary Cabaret and Uh the Afternoon Tea. Those events that typically sell out first did indeed this year sell out first again. Um, And of course, like all uh, any venue events right now, we are looking at 50% capacity. Mm -hmm. And so we have half a theater to work with. Mm. Uh, We're using all of our theaters down here on Granville Island, which is wonderful. We're so excited to be working from Granville Island and creating that festival feel again. Mm-hmm. But we are at 50% capacity in theaters, and so, yes, some of them did sell out quite quickly. But we have a great selection of in-person venued events that are still available. And so there are over 70 events, um, 115 authors. By the way, are, will there be authors from out of town um, expected to, to, to come here? Yes. Yeah, indeed. We have uh, quite a number of authors who will be traveling from across Canada and a few from the United States as well. Uh, further abroad, those authors will be joining us digitally. I see. And and um, how have you found, because you, you, you all at the, the festival um, do uh, events with the Public Library, Insight, and then mm-hmm. I've seen um, a, a few events um, on uh, Facebook uh, Live uh, over the last year or so. How have you found the digital experience? Well, it has been a lifesaver in some ways mm-hmm. um, for uh, a genre like arts, for, for the literary arts. Presenting conversations on screen is not a huge 
stretch. Mm. Um, I'm grateful that we're not, for instance, a theater company who who relies on sets and and, and in-person events and such. So the conversations do translate nicely to screens. There have been a lot of pluses we've been able to bring uh, in viewers who might not normally get to visit Vancouver or have accessibility issues that don't bring them out to live venue events. So it's been nice that way. But the flip side of that is nothing holds a candle to an in-person experience. And when you're in a theater sharing any form of art with other people, you gain a certain energy from them, which is simply lacking uh, over the Zoom screen. But we do our best to make the conversations as as interesting as possible. Yeah, I, I watched a couple, and um, it, it was kind of neat to bring the experience home, if you will. Yeah. yeah, yeah, to be able to watch from the comfort of your home on a cozy evening, there's something quite wonderful about that. Yeah. Um, so if, so if you're lucky to, to, to get an, uh, a ticket for an in-person event, um, all those things that we need to worry about, like bringing our, our QR codes, masking up, I mean, th- those are things that we, we will have to do for, for the Writers' Fest, right? Yeah, indeed. We are requiring anybody attending, working with, or participating in the festival to be double vaccinated and masked when inside the theaters. Um, we don't expect it's going to be terribly cumbersome. We'll mm-hmm. just be checking QR codes at the door as people come through. And when you sign up for your ticket, it makes it pretty clear that this is this is the way it is. Yeah. And um, I know that our audience members will be um, fully appreciative of that. Will audience members get to get their books signed? Yes, in most cases, our authors are eager to sign books. I'm really happy to say that our pop-up festival bookstore will be running here on Granville Island for the full week, mm. and there will be signed copies in there as well, not only from the authors who are visiting in person, but also uh, we're, we've been able to get a lot of signed book plates from authors who will be joining us digitally from further afield. As a, as a book lover, as, as you are, um are you a, a, a collector is not the right word, but I mean, you, you may very well be a collector, but when you, when you get a new book, say, or, or um, you um, meet an author, I mean, are you someone who, who insists on getting the book signed? I love collecting signed books. Yeah. It's, I, it's, I guess, my uh, little side hobby. I have a beautiful library at home that I've collected over my many years in this industry, and uh, my parents were in the book industry right, before yeah. me, so I've got their collection of books as well. I, I just really, I enjoy decorating with books and reading those books. Yeah. So yes, I am a bit of a collector. And we just built a little uh, little library out front of our house oh, yeah. during the pandemic yeah. as a way of re- recycling some of these as well to share them with others. It's neat to see as you go around Vancouver because I've managed to, to get around the last um, over the summer trying to yeah. uh, doing my version of traveling, if you will, um, and seeing that, that a number of these are popping up regardless of what, what side of town one lives on. Exactly. They're everywhere, and they're so much fun to look through and, and to talk with people who are also browsing through them. You can always find a book lover if they're yeah. paused at one of these little libraries. Yeah. Well, what were some of the things, uh, Leslie, that you were thinking about as, as you, you all were programming the festival? I mean, with so many variables in the air, if you will, um, 
all these considerations, um, uh, I mean, things could change between now and the 18th, but probably won't. But, yeah. um, you know, there were weeks there where, where the situation in, in British Columbia was a lot different than it, it was, you know, a, a couple of weeks before. Yeah, it's true. Things have changed a lot. We, we, uh, what we did was we ultimately created two different festivals running simultaneously. One is a digital festival for those people who are still most comfortable watching from home. Mm -hmm. Then we've also created an in-person festival for those who just can't wait to get back into venues and hear those conversations live. So by creating these two different streams of events, I feel like we've kind of covered off a little bit of something for everyone here. Um, a lot of the planning began with our guest curator this year, who is the wonderful writer Lawrence Hill. Mm. Um, Lawrence has created five events for us, and he will be joining us live, but his events will be a combination of virtual and in-person. So we took some cues from um, his interests and his events, and then broadened the outreach from there. As usual, we've got an incredible complement of youth events. All of those will be digital this mm -hmm. year, and we're reaching many more schools and school children uh, thanks to the digital platform. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned Lawrence Hill. Jillian Christmas is back uh, curating uh, uh, as well, isn't she? Indeed, Jillian is our spoken word curator, and she's created two events for us. One is a word event for youth, and the other is a spoken word event called Word in the Evening for Adults. Yeah. Speaking of um, poetry, if you will, um, uh, the, the, these, these quizzes, I, I see them a lot now. Uh, we used to do them in person in pubs, if you will. Yeah. Um, there will be one as part of the festival, the Emoji Lit Pub with Rob Taylor. That's right, yeah. Um, Rob is coming on to host this Emoji-lit event, and uh, for those of you, of your listeners who follow Rob on Twitter, you may have noticed that during the pandemic, um, he started tweeting out these really fun emoji book titles, yeah. so taking famous or sometimes not so famous book titles and creating them as emojis and having people guess what they were, so we're turning that into a, a fun pub night down here on Granville Island. And uh, I didn't see um, what he did recently with the with the BC Book Prizes, but um, I understand he was he was a, quite a good host. He's a great host. Yeah. yeah, indeed. We're looking forward to that one. Yeah, I, I had him on in the spring, I guess, when his collection came out. I just enjoyed, uh, admired him for years on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, it's it's something else to talk to someone, and and I just enjoyed talking to Rob. Yeah, yeah, he's a wonderful human being. Indeed. Um, there's some important books that, that, that um, the festival will be spotlighting this year. I, I, I talked to Ian Williams uh, recently, um, Jordan Abel. I, I spoke to him in the um, spring. Mm -hmm. um, just, just to, uh, you know, the, the, these are the, those two books in particular are ones that I think um, uh, will be read years from now. Yeah, I agree with that, and, and I'll add to that list the book that's coming out from Jesse Wente oh, called yeah, Unreconciled. Yeah. Um, we're yeah. presenting Jesse in conversation with Tanya Talaga, mm. and that's going to be one of our hybrid events, meaning that Tanya will be here on stage on Granville Island, and Jesse will be beaming in to mm -hmm. the stage to have a conversation with her about his new book, which is really looking at... Um, the relationship between the nation of Canada and Indigenous peoples. 
and just where we are in this, quote, reconciliation process. Um, he's got a really important take on that, and I think that conversation is going to be a real highlight of the festival. Yeah. What are you looking forward to in particular? Well, frankly, I am looking forward to having conversations with people again mm. um, in person. I, I really miss the generative nature of in-person conversations. I am particularly looking forward to welcoming the American writer Lauren Groff in conversation with John Freeman. The two of them will be here on Granville Island and uh, also in a separate event talking about Freeman's new uh, biannual journal, Freeman's, yeah. with both Lauren Groff and uh, an amazing American poet, Joshua Bennett. So those are two events that I'm, I'm uh, holding my breath for. Can't wait for those. I'm also looking forward to a lot of the digital events that we have happening. Um, we have uh, Francisco Goldman, Atticus Lish, and Ruth Ozeki joining us in, in one event, one conversation, which will be streaming. And I, I am definitely marking my calendar for yeah. that one, three of my favorite writers. And I have to say, one other event that I'm really excited about is another in-person event, Andre Alexis, in conversation with Mark Medley here mm. on Granville Island. And Andre is presenting the fifth and final book in his remarkable Quincunx series uh, that included books like 15 Dogs and The Hidden Keys, um, Days by Moonlight, all award-winning books. And finally, we get to the fifth one, Ring. So um, that book just arrived in her office today, and I have mm. to say, I'll go taking it home tonight to read. Yeah. The, um, you um, mentioned... Um, uh, a, a panel a moment ago, and and that's the thing that that people have always loved about the festival. These 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 panels that um, when you uh, see the names, they, they don't really relate to one another, but then something happens on stage, or or it happens digitally as well, um, where it just comes together. And and I don't know, do, do you folks that program the festival, do do, do you uh, have an idea of what'll happen just by putting people together, say? We do, yeah. We, we do try to find common themes or um, similarities between the authors or their books mm -hmm. before we actually put them on stage together. And sometimes it's simply from paying attention to social media and connections that some of these authors have already formed or ideas that perhaps they were individually talking about and perhaps didn't even know that the other one was also talking about if we can put them together on stage to continue those conversations in front of an audience, that's where the magic happens. Yeah, and that also applies to the moderators. I mean, you mentioned Jesse Wente and, and Tanya Talaga. I mean, um, even if they weren't talking about, about a book, say, I mean, that's worth the price of admission. I think so, too, and I, I, that's something I've really come to learn and appreciate in this role. The moderator is extremely important to the conversation and how it's going to play out. So we do pay a lot of attention to whom we're pairing on these stages. You mentioned John Freeman a moment ago. Yeah. Um, he, he's been involved with the festival more than a couple of years now, hasn't he? Yeah, indeed. Yeah, many years. In fact, before I became artistic director, uh, he worked closely with Hal Wake as well. And John has been a real friend of the festival. A wonderful thing about our relationship with John is that Throughout the year, um, I can connect with him and ask him what he's reading, 
what he's heard about both internationally and in America as upcoming um, emerging writers that we should be paying attention to. And he's very good at connecting us with some of those new voices and also established voices too. I really appreciate his contribution to our festival because thanks to him, we've been able to introduce Vancouverites to some pretty remarkable voices. Did you ever ask him about what what attracts him to to um, working with the festivals he does? I mean, in, in coming back year after year, because well, I, I, I think that says something. Pardon me for interrupting, but th- that says something about um, the appeal of this festival and what makes this festival special c- compared to all the other ones in, in in at least in in North America. Well, thank you, Joe, and I think that would be a great question to ask John. I I know from speaking with him that. He enjoys the opportunity to curate an event of his own around his Freeman's Journal. And, uh, of course, what's not to love about visiting Vancouver? It's a (laughs) wonderful, uh, progressive place to visit, so there's that. But uh, we have indeed managed to cement a, a pretty good relationship here between us, and I hope he feels it's symbiotic. Yeah. The the other thing that um, the festival makes it special year after year um, is a sense of community that that it obviously draws to, to Granville Island during that week. Um, but but the, the, throughout Vancouver, the festival is you know I mean you, you feel that throughout the city. It's it's one of the premier events, cultural events, uh, in this town. Um, you're the uh, artistic director. How have you found the, um, um, because organizations like yours are, uh, have been struggling over the last year and a half, two years, um, have, have you felt the community rally around you? Well, it's a, it's a very strong arts community here in Vancouver, as you know, and the arts leaders have managed to gather on Zoom calls to share common frustrations, concerns, also resources Mm -hmm. over the past 18 months, and that's been really helpful. You know, there have been some letters that have been written um, together to um, encourage government support and and these sorts of things. Again, I think that as a literary organization, we're in a really good position because the overhead for us to present an event, to produce an event, isn't the same as, say, a theater company Mm -hmm. that needs to create a set and pay multiple actors and directors and producers and so on. So we're in a good position that way. Um, we miss, as, as an organization, we miss being able to reach out live to other parts of Vancouver. I know I know we're able to do this digitally, and again, that's great. But normally we do try to program events in East Vancouver and South Vancouver mm-hmm. and so on, and I look forward to being able to do that again. Yeah, and and uh, the reason I, I bring that up is because um, the the price for tickets virtually or in person it, it, it doesn't cover the cost of running a festival, not just the week, say, but but year round, right? Yeah, yeah it's true. Um, we are not for profit, so mm-hmm. our goal is to break even while presenting these new works, and. Some events are more successful than others. We're immensely grateful to our government sponsors who have helped us to survive through the past 18 months and indeed even before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. If it weren't for them, you know, we couldn't do a lot of what we do. And 
uh, indeed not only government sponsors but our private individuals who donate money to the festival. It, it's meant that we can continue. And so, I, I, you know, I can't say enough about that. We don't charge a lot for our tickets, mm-hmm. even in in normal times. Uh, to attend a writer's fest event, it's really not it's not like attending the symphony or the opera right, or, right. or even theater. Um, and it, indeed, our digital events are tend to be pay what you can. So again, a person could choose to pay zero dollars, or they could pay twenty bucks. But we seem to be managing, and it's thanks to our government sponsors and also individual donors who have reached out. The um, um, for the first time, I guess it would have been twenty twenty. I uh, bought tickets to the the whiskey tasting. Ah, uh, yeah. Because uh, I'd never been, and and I've always it, it always sells out um, far far in advance, and and right. um, um, I've always heard wonderful things about it. And so um, that's one of the things when, when things get back to normal that I'll be looking forward to is oh, getting a Me ticket too. again. You know. Me too. <laughs> Um, uh, you, well, we've talked in the past about, um, uh, what your job entails. Um, it, it's a year long thing. And so, um, I hate to ask this, but um, do you have a sense of what will happen next year? I don't know. So if, you know, if you had asked me this back in early spring, I would have told you this fall would look a lot different than mm-hmm. it actually does. I'm, I'm kind of scared to tell you that yeah, yeah. I'm hoping we can get back to live events come springtime with the Vancouver Public Library. I just don't know. And the more weeks that are passing, the more I'm thinking we may be virtual for a while longer with our Insight series. Yeah. But uh, we'll certainly let everyone know if that changes. Yeah, I think the um, the, the mix, of, especially the, with um, this year's festival between uh, the 18th and the 24th of October, of um, in person, if you want to do that, and digital, because there's some people who don't want to venture outside or, right. or with, with a lot of people at the moment. I think it's just a wonderful mix. Of the, uh, looking at the the program guide, um, there's something there for everybody, regardless of. of where they are in terms of um thank you that's that's really what we're trying to get out to people now the message is there is something for everyone if you want to stay home there are plenty of events to choose from but if you do feel like coming down to granville island we've got you covered here as well leslie it's always fun to chat and um all the best and and um i appreciate your time today thank you so much joe and i I look forward to seeing you again in person sometime soon The website for more is at writersfest.bc.ca. The Writers Festival runs until this Sunday, the 24th of October. Uh, It's Artistic Director Leslie Hurtig. Join me on the line from here in Vancouver. I'm Joseph Punta.